1: One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Topic Thunder. I am your host, Matt Tierney at Matt Tierney MBA, and today I am joined by two lovely gentlemen. First up in Kentucky, we have a sick fella who doesn't <laughs>
2: medicine, so
1: he's going to keep being sick. It's Dylan at Thunder Chats. Dylan, how is your headache?
2: My headache sucks, but I have a piece of knowledge I want you guys to know. Mm. Bologna is basically hot dog pancakes. Hell yeah.
0: (laughs) I've never thought about that before, so I'm kind of intrigued. That's like one of those high thoughts right there.
2: That's a sick spot, but no, I can't even why I took that from a TikTok, but go ahead. All right, and and then from the great state of Oklahoma,
1: we have ourselves... Jerry, downtown. Jerry, what's going on?
0: What's up, y'all? Um, I just realized, Charity, me and you both have Sarah Sellers exclusives behind us while we're oh. recording. Oh, oh,
2: um, what's, that? what's that? Yeah,
0: you look at that!
2: Oh, we got a
0: three-way. <laughs> we got a threesome. We got a threesome here. Watch out! Dylan has one too. I cannot believe that she has just totally infiltrated all of our lives, and we have all purchased absolutely and she's made some really great art for some of us kind of uh, I, I know mine no one else is gonna get mine that's for that'd be sure. weird if
1: they did it, it would be really weird if it'd they be did, really but... weird if someone requested <laughs> your baby uh and hung it up on their wall <laughs> yeah you've got your baby i've got my baby Shea gildress alexander <laughs> dylan has got his baby Shea gildress alexander
0: oh man oh wait a, He's minute. Got wait baby a minute on the way
2: let's go <laughs> I appreciate that, but uh, we can't we can't go past the fact that Tierney just said, "Alexander's his baby." You think you just you think because I Cause am we all know that tyranny hates Shea Gildes- to I don't. You continue to <laughs>
1: propagate these lies. I don't. I'm just being realistic about his place.
0: No, you put him on a floor level instead of a ceiling. It's okay, Tierney. We understand I... that that you would rather put this guy down instead of pick him up. We get it. It's okay i don't know what was the original argument that brought this up it was all-star voting i believe okay like but next I, year for next year's all-star no, it was voting the, what, it was the
2: draft was it the draft? Oh, okay. yeah
1: so it was okay yeah that's what it was so people did not like that i drafted kevin herter for uh the pelicans instead of shea because he was still on the board and my thought and i've i've modified my decision a little bit because what i would do but we didn't do it because we didn't set this up beforehand when we did the redraft remix, is i would draft shea but then i would immediately flip him for kevin herter and some assets
0: mm. because
1: kevin herter on the pelicans makes more sense than shea gilders alexander
0: and i i i will debate that i agree with you no i agree with you there 100 percent. you're talking about well what assets are you talking about the pelicans don't have though are they keeping like Brandon Ingram? Are they keeping Zoe?
1: No, they so they would they would basically give away Shay to uh let's say Toronto because that's who actually we'd pick in that draft to get. Shea. Okay, and Toronto was like three picks down, so they would just give the Pelicans maybe like a future first, okay, okay, something yes. like that. And yes, that's like a I fair agree. deal, yeah. So you I get agree. a nice perimeter shooter like Kevin Herter and got Zion doing his thing, I think that worked, but yes. Apparently to Dylan, that means I hate him. I do not, not hate him. Not just me. No, you are the Dolan only one. Dylan thought so too. Dylan Dolan does not think I hate him. You think I hate him. Uh, Dylan just disagrees with my logic, which is fair.
2: Royce Young said on a podcast this past week that Shea's ceiling is a guard version of Kawhi Leonard. Just, just let that marinate.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. That's his ceiling. We were, I was talking about his floor when we were having that discussion. I think a ceiling is <laughs> totally reasonable for a ceiling. I don't remember exactly how many number of All-Star games I said, but I, I don't think, I think it'll be too many.
0: I thought you said two. Two, yeah. I think it was two.
1: Two All-Star games is his floor. I think that's reasonable. I don't think it's going to be his, what he actually does. That's
0: just his absolute worst-case scenario. Give us your ceiling, then, since you didn't discuss I think a
1: ceiling. I think his ceiling is what Roy said. I think that's totally reasonable. He's the guard version of Kawhi. I totally think that's reasonable, because he's only like uh what he came out as rook as his freshman year, so this is a
2: sophomore year. Well, no, yeah. but he he', oh, he's did, 21. he was a one
1: he was a one and done in Kentucky right
2: he's twenty or twenty one
1: Yeah, so he's young yeah he's, he's about to be 22. He can barely drink alcohol, so he's still very young and he's like he's progressed really well, so if he does that and then keeps going, his ceiling is definitely where Roy said. It. I agree with that. I'm just talking about his floor. I don't even know why we d- talked about his floor. I don't know where we got into. Did you a jerk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I hate him.
0: I guess so. I not I'm telling him. kid tyranny. I'm telling. I love
1: Shay. He's my I'm baby. It's, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have this up on my wall right there.
0: Yes, you wouldn't. You wouldn't.
1: Which, when I move, I need to. need to move it so it's not like directly behind my head whenever I'm center. I have to come. And yeah needs to be kind yeah, of over let me get sure. mine in the picture we need to figure it out but Yes, yeah. we do um yeah that's that's Shay, the Shay talk got a little intense but uh you know there's been there's been other things in in the world going on right now besides jay Gilgis alexander's ranking nba basketball we have we have not been able to do a podcast all together for a while. Dylan was gracious enough to do one um, earlier this week. Uh, but none of us were on to discuss kind of some bigger issues going on in our country and these protests that we've been seeing in Oklahoma City, and Norman, Tulsa, and all around
0: the country. Uh, around the country, around the world. Around the I world,
1: mean, New Zealand yeah. was protesting, which Germany,
0: France, the UK, South Africa.
1: I know we've got a lot from... of New Zealand listeners, so
0: yeah, you know,
1: it's pretty crazy to know that they're protesting things that are happening exclusively in the United States right now. I mean, I think like a lot of us here, we've been doing a lot of thinking. Um, none of us are people of color, so we're in a different level of experience with these things than those who are uh but i think what i mean i'll just say some of the thoughts i've had on all of this i've i really started to think a lot more about how even though i did recognize there was some some parts of having privilege that especially with my race that give me an advantage i just didn't i didn't really put into context how significant that was. Um, And one of the things that really spoke to me was a tweet by, um, his name is Trill Withers, Tyler, at Tyler I am, he's a Kentucky guy, but he does a podcast I listen to. And um, someone asked on Twitter what, if you're a black man, what is your first thought when you see a cop pull you over? And his response was every time this happens I think to myself this may be it for me and I've that has not once ever crossed my mind when I and my situation and the fact that it's so different for me when a cop pulls me over versus someone like him in his position that is so different and so like way more than I ever really expected it to be, that it made me realize how much more I have to learn about all this. So I've just been doing a lot of listening. I've been listening to a lot of videos, a lot of, I've been reading a lot of articles, I've been watching the news. It's, uh, and it's just something that I'm just going to, I, I think in my position, the best thing to do right now is to listen and to absorb as much as I can understand the other side of things and not just try to you know for people that may disagree with me and my uh opinions about all of this not just try to yell at them and be uh just engage in conflict with them
2: yeah no it's a, uh, you know like you said like you know you was talking about you know you're trying to understand i i don't think us as you know as you said, privileged white men can ever really truly understand. Mm -hmm. Just like you said, you know, we just got to keep our eyes open and pay attention because like, you know, I was, I mean, I'll admit I was, I was kind of quiet about it whenever it first happened. But you know, the more I saw, the more, you know, I heard and I listened, Um, you know, I I, I tweeted, I was like, you know, what I'm seeing, what I've heard and what I've learned not right and you know something's got to change and so that's why i was off all for the protest and like you know nobody knows this about me but i actually got arrested like a year and a half ago wasn't anything major it was for parking violations whatever but the guy came to my door he asked me to identify myself told me to turn around put cuffs on me yeah i was compliant but i was i was crapping bricks but i mean you know, the cop looks at me, I'm a scrawny little white guy. I mean, what am I going to do? You know, he, he treated me fine. And it's like you said, Tierney, you know, we're never going to be able to experience, you know, what somebody, a person of color goes through whenever they have an interaction with the cop, because mm-hmm. it easily could have been, and and we've seen multiple times on video or even, you know, through audio of, you know a situation just like that being escalated with really no reason at all, and it you know ended up for the worst. So yeah, man. I mean, like I said, I'm just trying to you know, like I said, what I've seen, what I've heard, and what I've learned isn't right. I'm not for it, and you know, I, I I want to be a part of the change too. So.
0: I mean, I I really respect both of you guys for what you said there. Um, as somebody that. I was raised by a black man, right? I have mixed brothers and sisters, right? And there's a lot of stigmas and stereotypes and um, opinions about a lot of that there. I married a Mexican woman. You know, I, I was mostly the only white boy a lot of the times. I was, I was the gringo, you know, a lot of the times. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Because my life experience and my, my respect and love just for other cultures and what they bring, I mean, this is coming from a guy for his eighth birthday. He cried to – or his ninth birthday, rather. He cried to his mom because he wanted braids like crisscross in his head. And, and I still can't fathom. I still don't understand. I still hurt and I'm sad for the world that one we've all dealt with. Right. And a lot of this was handed down to us. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's a hegemony type of behavior. This isn't something that is, that is natural. You put a bunch of different colored cows out in the field. Do they tell that they're different colors or do they care that they're all cows?
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: And, and it's just, it's so scary for me and you know I was having a really good discussion and still am today on Twitter with somebody about you know whenever you have kids whenever you especially me having a daughter in this world coming from the way I was prior to getting married the way I was prior to having a daughter it hits different you know and and I don't give a Rats butt what anybody says politically here, but we all are part of something living in this country. So instead of, of, of finding fractions and things and, and trying to generalize things and try to do a us versus them, you no, know, it's us. And that is it. You know, I've, I'm, I'm so lucky to have grown up the way that I did, you know, and to have that diversity in my life that I did. And I know that if everybody else goes out and sort of seeks that, you know, it was it was handed me to you know, sort of in a raw form. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it wasn't by choice. But I think if everybody makes that choice and goes out and goes seeks that understanding and seeks that knowledge, that the world would be ah, just a little bit better for that next generation, just a little bit better.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean, you kind of mentioned politics and i don't i don't i don't even think it's a political thing i don't think we need no it's not it's a civil issues thing so we don't really need to even like obviously we're gonna have listeners that are on both sides of, of the political spectrum but i don't i mean i don't think you i don't think it matters because like i said it's a it's a civil civil rights issue i think something also to Kind uh, of keep in mind is that racism will not be, we won't be able to solve racism before we die in our generation because, like you said, it was passed down to us and it was, it's something like our country was almost founded on, which is sad because when we were founded as a country, African Americans were still slaves for like another hundred years. So it was, we're way behind, we're way yeah. behind in
0: all of that. We gave the Native Americans, you know, smallpox and marsh them across the country at the same time, too. You know what I mean? Like,
1: let's be real. We have a bad history of racism in our, our, um, our country. And it sucks that this is not, a, it's not as important of an issue. But there's a lot of examples now that we're seeing of history books not mentioning a lot of these issues, especially yeah. the one I've seen a lot is the Tulsa Massacre, which is like, I think, one of the worst. It uh, is the worst in the country at least yeah, yeah. it is um, it, it's
0: not south africa apartheid but it's it's
1: close right so i mean like stuff like that i mean that's that's part of the problem too is like we need to have these dialogues when we're at a young age talking about these things it's not just like throwing them under the under the rug <clears throat> but to i mean to be you know thinking a little more generally this isn't something that's going to be solved By the time we die, the objective, I think, is that we make the baby steps that we need to do in order to allow our children, our grandchildren, great grandchildren to be in a place where they can kind of we can pass the baton to them and then they can keep it going because this will take a long time. This is not an overnight issue. I mean, it's
0: not. I mean, it's been going on for years, man. If you really just think about it.
1: I mean, it's been going on since. 160
0: years plus, you know what I mean? And we're still just at this point. I remember being a kid in the 90s, you know. um, I'm a little bit older than both of you guys, not by much, but I'm a little bit older than you guys. And the 90s, where, like, I thought all that crap was going to be gone. By the time I got to my age right now, I was like, shoot, we're going to be over that, you know what I mean? Like, we got got everybody mixing together, da-da-da-da-da-da-da and here we are
1: you know i i was listening to the bill simmons podcast and he was talking about how in la there was that time period with kind of around the oj simpson trials where there was a lot of the same stuff happening with rioting and and protesting and he was saying at that point he thought that was going to make the day like that was when things were going to be fixed and like that was going to be the the Rodney King I'm, riots
0: that's what i, I mean i was 6 Rodney years King old was and part i of that yeah i remember being, seeing that on the news and being like holy crap
1: yeah you and know what i mean as a 6 year old and people yeah like people thought that was going to be the end and then now we're here and it's 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 really kind of the same and so it's not i think people are looking at this now and being like well this is it this is this is going to solve it and in many ways it might be a stepping stone i i hope it is but i don't think You can just say well people are protesting this is gonna so so we were it's gonna happen the police academy the police force is gonna fix its bad apples and we're gonna make this all better and it i mean it's not because nobody nobody still has like a good solution to all of that it's generational
0: it's generational most definitely yeah and i sorry we're just gonna work together no i'm sorry we just gotta work together on this you know and i think the more that you know, especially us three as white men here you know what yeah. i mean in america we we're open and honest about this you know and we really have true discussions with others i think that's what really pushes the needle no matter what you know what i mean it, and i don't want to discount what we do today because it still means something right. you know um, like the old butterfly effect you know the butterfly's wings here causes a tsunami in japan well we got to cause our tsunami now and we're part of the, you know, the first steps up. So I don't want that to be discounted at all because it's, it's going to take all of us, you know what I mean? To, to start changing people's minds, start opening up people's minds, start having not this BS dialogue that we've had over and over and over, right? Like where they toss some of these police officers and some, some training you know that us taxpayers are paying for. it's so much deeper than that and yes that's part of the systematic issue right i could go on a whole tangent on the 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 judicial system and everything else along those lines but it really it 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 starts and ends with us you know what i mean the 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 people that don't have quote-unquote skin in the game you know We're, we're 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 not we're not out there on the front lines, you know, having to put somebody behind handcuffs, or we're not on the other front lines of somebody else, you know, on the other end that's trying to do things to provide for their family, right? Because Ooh. maybe they didn't get a fair shot at ed- education. Maybe they didn't have the same economic opportunities as, as I did or you, right? There's there's so much that goes into this, but everything that we talk about and that we're open and honest with and say, Hey, we've been screwing up. And I get it. I think the closer and closer we get to a, a generation that finally sees it. And I'm just, I'm hoping that us, right. Cause we're all close to 30, right. This is the age that we really start impacting the world in, in one way, shape or form, right. Whether it's politics, whether it's careers, whatever. And We're important in this too. I I, I, I would hope, Tyranny, and I'm and I'm not trying to just naysay you here, um, but I would hope that this is over with by the time I die. I would hope, you know, and 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 I understand what you're saying. You know what I mean? There's a it's a good goal
1: to have. I yes, it
0: is. Yes, it is. But yes, realistically speaking, it is generational, and it's going to take a while, you know, to have this happen. But the more we do this, the more we ignite the right conversations
2: i think the world standing up and kind of showing up like they have is a huge step in that direction too because mm-hmm. i mean not to my knowledge has you know the other countries in the world really cared about black lives matter movement or really pl- police brutality in america they did during ferguson
0: they did during ferguson well, a little bit i was but not to this extent
2: i yeah. was gonna
1: mention ferguson because i mean that uh well one not all 50 states were protesting ferguson no,
0: not but, in close
1: <laughs> yeah it was really kind of limited to like missouri but more specifically mostly like st louis area but the uh, i think what i've been hearing a, a lot of people say about those comparisons is that's that ferguson had to happen in order for george Floyd protests to now be what they are now it was sort of a stepping stone to what it is now oh yeah no
0: most definitely because all the the coordination of the the blm movement yeah that's is, where blm really started oh yeah it's and it's super successful i mean we've seen it here in oklahoma mm. city where david holt is like seeking you know what, what i mean to have the blm leadership yeah you know come in and talk is what he's been doing so i think yeah, yeah that's completely true with the ferguson but we the extent of, of, of what's going on right now, right, is, is a mix of a bunch of things. Yeah,
1: and, um, yeah, I, I, <clears throat> I think there's a lot of, of areas we could pursue and, like, just go into a deep dive of. But, yeah. I mean, part of the thing I want to do on this podcast, at least, is kind of highlight some of the good, at least, because um, I feel like Twitter especially has just, I mean, with any social media, the thing that gets the most engagement is usually the the worst. Yeah. And it's, it's like fear-driven
0: uh, mentality. Something I ask a lot of people that I work with, right? Because I, I work in a sales type environment. I say, hey, tell me nine things that that bad happened to you today. Tell me nine things, right, after their shift ends. And they can tell me nine things just like that. You know what I mean? At the, at the top of their tongue, just quick. I say, Hey, tell me one good thing. It takes them a second. Yeah. It is natural for humans to act negative.
1: Which is sad, but I, I want to, you know, take some of this time to mention some of the good I've seen. And you mentioned already David Holt. I think what he's done from his place of power and his, um, platform that he has, has been great. um, seeing him stay out late at night, listening to people talk or having people talk with him. He was engaging with the, the Oklahoma City community. I think all of that was just phenomenal. I just wanted to take a moment to kind of recognize that. He's a um,
0: great mayor, dude. Like, I can't wait for you to move back so you can be underneath his glorious I, leadership.
1: He's great, but at the same time, I know that means he's probably going to move up somewhere to like a higher political area because he's so good so i'm i am i'm worried that we're gonna lose him a, one day but for That's now
0: fine.
1: for now he's our mayor and and i i love it um he's just been great um yeah. the other uh you know i i also think it's important to kind of recognize the police officers that were protesting with its community members and wa- marching with them there was a lot of examples of that i think camden in, new Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey was one. Um, there was another one that kind of went viral. I forget the city now. Houston,
0: Texas had a really, really good one. Um, mm-hmm. They're chief of police in Houston.
1: And I, I mean, even in Oklahoma City, there was a, um, um, a group of police officers that took a knee. I love yeah. to see that. And um, but I, I with that, I do. Uh, it's I not think, enough. Right. I was going to say Adam uh from the Suave report, he was saying that
2: Francisco up? Um, so Francisco.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, Adam Francisco. Um but he was saying kind of what you're saying. Like that's it's a good start. But so the the thing I've been saying or I've been thinking a lot is stuff like that. So like taking a knee, tweeting out Black Lives Matter, putting out the like black box yesterday, all of that is equivalent to giving a water bottle to someone in flint michigan like that is a good deed and what you're doing is helping but the problem in flint is that their water supply is bad so giving them a water bottle does not help the main issue it it's help. it's a good act and it kind of like is the first step it's a band-aid yeah it's a band-aid and so i think while all these are good, I think the next steps are going to be more important than that. But at the same time, I do think it's important to, to recognize those people that have done good deeds because we've just—it's been unfortunate how much the bad stuff has been highlighted, and I don't think it's a good represent. Hit my mic. I don't think it's a good representation of the whole country as protesting.
0: And it's just—it's it, sad because a lot of these protests are being taken over by. I mean, and I'm just going to call it out
1: bad apples.
0: Yeah. It's, it's bad apples. And what's bad about it is that it's, it's white people who think that they know what they're, what they're fighting for and and who they're fighting for. And they're going way out of left field with it out of pocket and need to, to get back in and reel it back in and, and just stand next to people and go listen to people. Mm -hmm. Go, go stand by them and, and, if you really want to make an impact, you know, if, if it wasn't for Nina right now, me and my wife would be out there on the front lines. Yeah. You know, and, and I would be standing in front of my, my black brothers and sisters as a shield. You know what I mean? As, Hey, if you're going to go through to them, you're get, You're going to have to go through me too. And if mm-hmm. that's what you want to do, that's fine. You know, yeah. you're showing me right now how you really feel about me as a human at this point. So it's, it, it, it's just a start. You know what I mean? And I think you had a great analogy there, man. It's, it's just not enough and we got to just do better. We've got to do better. And I just challenge everybody to just try get out. there. Yeah. You know, I, I think a restaurant's a great place to start, you know, um, go to places that you might've not gone before, mm-hmm. you know, to try to, I, try to I, start I, there and branch out.
1: I appreciate that a lot of people are tweeting out, um, like, area, uh, at least in Oklahoma City, yeah. some black owned Black shares. Eats, man. And yeah, yeah. Like, like supporting those things you may not have known about before. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's all great. And uh, I think this is probably a good time to transition into um, kind of the other thing we've started. Uh, if you yeah. haven't seen on our Twitter, we're helping out dress for Success. If you didn't see in the news, they were burned down. Sunday night uh, by probably one of these bad apples um, Mm -hmm. that wasn't representative of the actual George Floyd protests. Um, So they're going to have to restart and rebuild. And there's a GoFundMe for them. The link is on our Twitter page if you want to help directly to that cause. But um, we're also running our own little fundraiser campaign that uh, if you want to buy some Great merchandise that was designed by Dylan's wife, Chelsea. Chelsea, uh, ooh, 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 great artist. Ooh, ooh. Uh she, that lady. She,
2: She's he, pretty cool.
1: He, he sure did. He sure did. Uh, but there's some great merch, and all of the profits <laughs> and donations are going to go to that GoFundMe. So if you want to kind of help, but also you know get some clothing for yourself, feel free to do so. Link is over there. I on ordered Twitter. two.
0: Yep, I ordered two myself. I can't wait.
1: They're going to be great. They should be there mid-June. You, uh, I, I don't know if the protests will be still going on, but it'd be a good thing to wear to those. No,
0: it, it's going to be happening still. Yeah. I mean, so, in some way, shape, or form. I don't think this is going away. Yeah, so so that's going
1: to be something we're going to do uh, until we're not. So, yeah, I, I think it was important to lead off with some of this the stuff going on in the country. Obviously not normally what we talk about, I usually try to keep it sports and kind of light but I mean, stick, to,
0: is, stick to sports
1: you know, stick to sports don't bounce your ball i t- love lady. i love how people are saying that on twitter and then it's like how like how are you supposed to stick there's there's no sports like how yeah. are you supposed to stick? What to are you talking about yeah
0: yeah like people idiot.
1: like people tweeting to lincoln Riley. i was like that I mean, how How is he supposed to do that but,
0: oh yeah. my god
1: um, but yeah so a little bit different conversation but um you know For the record, I love
0: everybody out there. If I've ever had an argument with you on Twitter, called you an idiot, you called (laughs) me an idiot. Um, You Uh, wouldn't cuss me out to somebody in your personal life, and maybe I did vice versa. I love you. And at the end of the day, I want you to be happy just as much as I'd hope you want me to be happy. mm -hmm. That's to end that subject there. I'm sorry. No worries. No worries. (laughs)
1: Uh, Yeah, so kind of transitioning to something more down our... Our normal path. We got a lot. Probably for the first time in like, I want to say two months, we've had something good happen in the world. uh Basketball is going to be back. It's going to be back July thirty first. Which is still a long time. It's like a month and a half, a little over a month and a half. It's still but a date on the
0: calendar, Taryn. It's a
1: date. We have an official date.
2: We have a finish line.
1: We have a finish line to no sports in our lives. Uh. The format is going to be pretty interesting. So, basically, what is happening is the top 22 teams uh, in terms of how far back they are from their respective eight seeds. So, it's basically if you're six games back of the eight seed, you were invited to Orlando to participate. And that was 22 teams, 13 teams from the West, and nine teams from the East, which is very funny in and of itself because it's just like making fun of
0: the Eastern Conference again. Yeah,
2: middle finger to them.
0: Giant milk uh, on the finger. I, I just want to let you guys know I'm really sad that Vince Carter's career is over. That really sucks. Yeah. I saw
1: Trey Young's um post today about it. And I, I mean, made one too. He I'm kinda said Vince <laughs> Carter kind of knew it was his last when he, that last game was played. Uh whenever that was Mark. Yeah, no, they were playing that night right before we got cancelled. Like their fourth quarter was
0: going on whenever we got cancelled. So I remember <laughs> watching that and being like, That's
1: probably his last game. Because um, I think
0: I flipped over. And I was like, this might be the last basketball that I ever get to watch ever again. Yeah. And he made it. the hogs were getting twomped. Yeah.
1: He made a three to end it. It was a great moment. Um, <sighs> so he got his time, but it, it just was like, it's not the way you would have expected Vince Carter to go. I out. love you,
0: Vince. I love you. You're my right. first jersey ever.
2: It's, it's
0: crazy that he, like, he's that he dunked drafted. over a seven footer in a game. Yeah. That, just, and made drafted. it look like it was normal.
1: Yeah, but he was drafted before Trey Young was born, and that to me is still just a wild thing, I mm-hmm. imagine. But yeah, Vince Carter, he's gone from the NBA for now. Um, maybe Sad he'll be the nice. big three whenever they come back. Who knows? Um, it would be fun. But it would be fun. But yeah, so 22 teams. The other teams besides the playoff teams, uh, the Trailblazers, the Kings, the Spurs, and somehow the Suns. Hey, what? just
0: real quick. How many tears did Dame Lillard cry to get oh, so to this situation? You know, how many people did he pull his violin out for and cry a sob story? I just want to know. You know,
1: we had a baby in, this, in your room uh, just before we started recording, but I honestly think Damien Lillard is more of a baby than, than Nina is, and Nina is supposed to be a baby. So yes. That's, yes. That's, uh, that's just, I, I feel like I could talk about him forever. I, I actually I posted on Thunder Digest, and the title was Damian Lillard can't wait to come back, but also doesn't want to come back at the same time, <laughs> because he is being a little crybaby about all this, and I don't know if that influenced this 22, format, 22 game or team format, but he's playing, and he's going to get his chance to get in the playoffs, it'll yeah. be very funny if it does, he doesn't either way, but we'll see
2: pretty sure i mentioned we were like five times in my solo pod you
1: did and i really appreciated that i listened to the whole thing very <laughs> very good so yeah the we don't really have the details on this play <clears throat> play in format it's basically if you're four games back of the eight seed you qualify but we don't know like single elimination double elimination styles what's going to happen there yet um or recording dropping songs, your current yeah. Ranking and fall down, what happens? Yeah, I don't know. And it's Wednesday evening, so maybe Woe's going to tweet something tonight after we finish. We don't know yet, but that's where it stands. Okay. But boys, I've crunched the numbers and I crunched the numbers for a long time. And I think I figured out the Thunder schedule. Uh, it is a little more complicated than you would think because <laughs> certain teams. Already would play their eight games by the time we hit them in the schedule, so you skip those, and then other teams may have already played. You know, so it's it gets a little complicated. But if you want to see the full schedule of any all the teams that are playing, all twenty two teams, it's the newest article on ThunderDigest.com.
2: Shameless Uh, plug.
1: Shameless plug. They (laughs) are (laughs) affiliate, so I feel (laughs) like that's fine. But the OKC Thunder schedule, if they keep it as we expect. This is how it's going to go. First is the Utah Jazz game. Which Boo! Should have played, but we didn't because Rudy Gobert uh, decided to come to Oklahoma City and the medical staff didn't care that he may have had coronavirus. I will stay that for the day I die. By the way, I cannot believe the Utah Jazz were co-recipients of that like Physician of the Year award. Did you guys yeah. see that? Yeah, that
0: was bull crap.
1: What a bunch of BS. That makes me so mad that they were part of that award. They, were, they have to be dead last for what they did.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, they didn't care. And then secondly, I don't know about you guys, and I hate saying this as much as I'm about to say it and sound elated about it, but Bogdanovich is hurt. He is. Yeah. 20, 20
1: points a game for them.
0: Yeah, and I'm okay with that because Joe Ingles is like a shell of his former self.
1: Whenever, um, whenever Paul George isn't there, he, he's yeah. he's like Samson. He loses his hair. Yeah. you can
0: only do
2: good against Paul George.
0: He's just
1: dunked true. it up this
2: year. So
0: I am, yeah, let's smack those dudes the very I'm first so game excited. of the season. It's we'll going to be interesting em.
1: because it's the first game back. So team chemistry, uh, you know, condition of body, all of that's going to be up in the air.
0: I but think ours would be okay. The Jazz are the ones that got to worry yeah. about it because – yeah, I mean, Gobert and Mitchell, were still fighting about it.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was just doing things with my hand. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, All but, right, chill out, Donald. You were, I thought <laughs> you were raising your hand to talk, and I was, like, waiting
2: for you to go. No, I was seeing how straight I can make my fingers and my wrist on the camera. Oh, um,
0: my gosh. We have
1: somebody with ADD on the podcast. Uh, sorry. But, you, but need, no. you need some some medication. I don't know what it is.
2: I do think it's worth mentioning that you know we have a really good away record, so oh yeah, um, it doesn't really matter who we're playing in the playoffs or regular season. You know, they're talking to me in Orlando, so yeah. I you know I, I think we'll we'll fare pretty well from that.
0: Yeah, I think that they just want to hoop, just want to yeah. hoop. Shout they out, just hoop.
1: shout out our merch site. Yeah, and no, I...
2: we get the peak freak back. Oh Thank yeah, you.
0: he's so Thank strong, you. dude. So strong. Hey, I need somebody out there to put lasers coming out of my nipples on that one picture of me for the meme. <laughs> All right. Can someone do that? Thank you. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: Uh, now after Utah, we're going to play Washington Wizards.
0: Oh, Ooh, man. Nice little game. That Snoresville. John Wall
2: is 110% healthy, but he doesn't want to play. <laughs> All right. That's cool story, bro. It's perfect. still going to
0: be
1: Snoresville. We'll smack him. And then we play Memphis, uh, also a pretty, you know, winnable game. Then it gets a little tougher. We got Denver, and then we got Miami, then we got Denver again. And then question, real play... quick:
0: Did you guys see Skinny Jokic? Oh,
1: he's so skinny! I don't know what that means. Like, is I don't know either.
0: Yeah, but he's, like, super – he looks like he lost, like, legit, like, 30 pounds. Like I, I honestly
1: thought he was going to
0: come back fat, and he did the – Me too, episode. and I'm so disappointed. I thought he was going to look like – you know how Fat Bastard in Austin Powers is, like, fat in that one scene? And then he gets fat, fat? And then he gets fatter in that later scene. <coughs> like, mm-hmm. that's what I thought.
2: You know that's what's what funny is right now they're matching up with the Rockets and the playoffs if the seating stays the same. So that just makes it easier for P.J. Tucker to guard him.
1: I think the Rockets true are going to be, be one that. of those teams that I think is going to come out of this pretty good. I just
0: have a feeling the Rockets are... I don't know. I mean, James Harden not getting his daily stripper amount value. That's <laughs> uh, true. Strips, strip clubs sick, are closed. Are he, yeah, are... I was say, he looks like he's been like, only eating chicken broth and throwing it up
2: afterwards. The like fact attacked right now. The fact yeah.
1: that he has that picture of him <laughs> coming down the mountain as if he had been up there for like days on end. It's <laughs> so funny. He was, he was just on
0: an episode of Naked and Afraid and he's yeah. coming down. <laughs> he's just walking down a
1: mountain skinny as can be. Oh man
0: is. But Jokic looks really really skinny and um I hope that Stephen Adams just like brutalizes him. Yeah.
1: I think defensively Jokic's going to have a problem. But I don't I don't know. Maybe offensively he's going to be like amazing now. Even I doubt it. Knows. I doubt it. Who knows? Yeah, we Can't played think that work. Yeah. So then we end with Phoenix, uh, and then we, the last game is the Clippers, which a lot of debate online about this. We were supposed to play Clippers Lakers uh, for the last two games, but then like, the, there was one team that already finished. So I think it was the Lakers that like finished or something. So we didn't play them, and then we were supposed to play Sacramento as our eighth team, but then Sacramento already played eight games, so now we skip Sacramento yep. and go to the Clippers. That's where it gets complicated. So the Clippers are officially the last team if you do all of the all of the schedules together. We're gonna smack them. It doesn't matter. They're trash. So, yeah. So that's the last game, and then you know, we go from there. I don't we don't really know what the playoffs look like, but I'm just I just want to play I just want to watch basketball, even if it's some regular season game in Disney World. So the the finals start or they end, I guess, I forget which, but they're around mid October. And Mm -hmm. I feel like by then, who knows what's going on with COVID, but I would hope at least for the finals they do home court because at or like they do their actual stadiums. Because I feel like at that point, you're only messing with two teams. It's not like all of the I teams. agree. And also, but, like, you, should, you should have at least some home court if you were the better team in the league. I, but it's all up in the air. I'm just looking at it from a
0: business standpoint. Like Disney and ESPN are literally the same company. Which is probably why they did it there. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. you, you might as well max your profits out for as much as you've lost this season. And make sure that it's all in one place. And then if anything, you, you offer some super exclusive tickets, you know, to these games. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I just, I hope for it. You know, I'm, I'm just trying to have a championship parade for Nina's birthday. I mean, how well, dope
1: would that be? Yeah, it would be in October.
0: Yeah, October 30th is our birthday. So we're, we're cooking with oil around that time. Around there, yeah. Halloween Eve. So that's
1: that's the basketball news of the day. Um, we'll probably have a lot more to discuss this weekend um, with whatever Woj decides to break. Jerry, you got any final words?
0: Uh I mean, I've been pretty emotional and fiery today. Just lots of words. Yeah, just love each other, man. Just shut up for a little bit and listen. Um, mm. I'm guilty of it a lot of the times and um just love each other that's it that's all i want to leave with hell yeah and thunder up of course oh yeah oh yeah we'll get we'll we'll get there
1: whoa give us a minute <laughs> down, now.
0: Down. Now. down,
1: uh dylan just go take some tylenol please even though you won't <laughs> uh and yeah just you know remember to wash your hands for the coronavirus don't forget to
2: hoop when you can. Yeah. And as always... Stop heading, Shane. Go to Alexander. Shut up! Sondra! up. up.